Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. I've been recently listening to Radio Headspace, a great podcast that dedicates to all things mindfulness. If you're unsure what mindfulness is, it's really about being more present in the moment and maybe even being actually more aware about our thoughts. Mindfulness is kind of like a form of exercise, but instead for your muscles, it's really for your mind. There's a lot of research that proves mindfulness can help with a multitude of things such as understanding our emotions better, coping with difficult thoughts, feeling calmer, gaining better concentration, and even helping you improve relationships. You might be wondering, why do I want to talk about mindfulness with you today? And I believe that certain mindfulness exercises not only help you with the previous things, but they've helped me firsthand with um, difficult issues and problems and thoughts and unhelpful thoughts when starting your business. It can also be used to help you with sort of the limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging thoughts. So today I want to help share with you a couple of mindful steps and tips I take that have helped me immensely and I think they'll help you too. There's no meditation involved even though I would highly recommend it. I only do like five minutes and not every day I'm not that dedicated to it but this is really about actionable steps today and sort of identifying unhelpful thoughts when they arise. When setting up your own business it can feel scary and a little overwhelming. You might already know this, but our minds are sort of hardwired to keep us away from anything that may be perceived as dangerous or unsafe. Therefore, we're constantly scanning for threats and safety 24-7. It's great for the wild, not so great when you're trying to start your small business. Whether that's handmade products or one-to-one services, the whole concept can seem a little unsafe. The fact that it's all unknown, a bit risky, and that horrible fear of failure in the trying to achieve something looming over you. And this can get the better of us. It definitely did for me. I'm sure a couple of you listening will be able to relate to the following. Earlier on in my small business journey, I quickly constructed in my mind these thick, heavy, stone tool walls of thoughts that held me back. They boxed me into a belief that I couldn't do certain things in my business or I had to do things a certain way, otherwise it wouldn't work. Even starting a podcast seemed out of my reach of capabilities. The outcome of these thoughts made me overstay my welcome at the start line in business. I was all ready, but not sure how to climb these walls of doubt to reach the other side. For me, it wasn't until I started learning about mindfulness that I truly became aware of these limiting beliefs and thoughts. I realized after being more mindful that our thoughts really aren't reality. They are just thoughts. But if we let them, we can make them into reality. This is done by believing in them. Believing that they hold some sort of weight and validation. If we don't do this, then we don't provide them with any power. They really don't have any control over us if we don't believe in them. I remember clearly having a thought of not being able to start a podcast and it arose when I was talking to a client at the time on a video call. She was telling me about how she was going to start a podcast and my immediate 
thought or reaction to that was, oh gosh, I could never do that. This thought really had no evidence to prove otherwise, other than the fact that I had never done a podcast before. This leads me to a mindful exercise that's kind of like reframing. But just to remind you, I'm not a qualified therapist or a mindful practitioner. I am a brand strategist and designer. Therefore, I might not be doing reframing, quote unquote, the right way. But I'd like to share with you what has helped me personally as a one woman in business, because I think it might help you too. So firstly, we have to be mindful of the thought. We have to sort of catch it before we just let it unravel. Whenever I catch myself telling myself something that I couldn't do, I quickly jot it down to refer back to when I have more time. I then add this thought into a table. I place it into the first column and then I proceed to challenge it. I do this by asking a series of questions. The usual ones I like to ask is, is this thought born out of the fear of the unknown? Was it an impulse trigger response to keeping me safe? Does it have any evidence to support it? Usually after these questions, the thought has been busted open and usually has no depth for me to believe in it for one minute. After this questioning process, I like to take a minute to reframe it. And I do this by writing multiple statements or sentences that basically debunk it altogether. I think I had a few sentences written down, such as, just because I've never set up a podcast previously doesn't mean I can't learn how to. Or, just because I won't be perfect at podcasting at the start isn't a good enough reason to not start one and improve over time. Or, I can start a podcast if I want to. This would include doing some research and learning into how to start one. I keep writing as many reframing sentences that help me debunk the ludicrousy of that random thought. You'll be quite surprised at the amount of reframing statements you can come up with and how much more logical they sound compared to the first irrational thought you had. This all helps us reinforce the fact that our thoughts shouldn't always be believed. However, from personal experience, I didn't just have passing thoughts about not believing I could do something. I had thoughts about worst case scenarios. As humans, we are often likely to remember negative experiences over positive ones. And I started developing a long, unhealthy cycle of what ifs. And believe me, I have a big what if imagination. What ifs can be rather crippling when trying to make decisions and staying focused in your small business. I sort of see this what if question like an intangible pole in the middle of my pathway. And the pole held 100 different arrows pointing me into different directions. And you feel torn. But also, you look at the end of all these leading pathways and you see something dark and negative, the outcome waiting for you. Let's face it, we never really what if about anything that has any positive positivity or great outcome because that's just too easy and too nice. Once we start predicting the worst case scenarios and or outcomes, it can really be a tricky hamster wheel to get yourself off. So how do we not let these what ifs stop us in business? 
One of the ways I sort of overcome this is by shifting my focus. I'd focus on how I would actually cope with that outcome rather than the outcome itself. I would sometimes come up with actionable steps or a plan on how to handle a specific outcome I was fearing. This helped reduce anxiety, but also helped me still keep moving forward with my plans. You can also pay more attention to the what-if prediction cycle. This can include jotting down that first negative outcome you thought about, and so on and so forth. And see where it really leads you. It might look something like this. What if I don't launch in time? What if the launch is a flop? What if I make no sales? What if I can't pay my bills? What if my business can't financially sustain me long term? Usually, you'll find a core what if. That is the rooted, deeper worry that all of the other little what ifs really stem from. By paying more attention to the cycle, you may be able to identify this core doubt of worry and resolve it by, again, devising a plan of action and steps in case it does. Or implement something today that eases that fear. Either way, hopefully this will put a clean stop to your worry or what if cycle by facing the core issue. I want you to know I understand what you're going through and I really do hope that this episode inspired you to take some action and to be more mindful about the thoughts that you have about yourself in your business. We all carry to some degree limiting beliefs, self-sabotaging tendencies and doubt. Don't let them stop you from achieving what you want to do in your business. Thanks for listening to the Ramming Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.